This is Larry Zerner, Shelley from Friday 13th Part 3. You're on Nightmare Junkhead. Hey, genius, fuck you too. in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that can break out the thriller dance at the drop of a hat (laughs) my name is greg d i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode uh we're asking the question (coughs) what comes before part b party and we're piecing together an epic halloween inspired party playlist but before we get into that gang let me remind you we're part of the phenomenally frightening phantom podcast network phantom and you can find all of our past episodes along with a host of other horrific horror podcasts at downrightcreepy.com. Or if you're like me and you like to listen to us on the go, simply search for Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes or SoundCloud app. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it'll download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your spooky party hole. As it were. So this particular episode is being released on October 27th. Mm-hmm. And as it is... That's technically going to be the main weekend for the most for most people's Halloween celebrations. Yeah, for the most Halloween part. It's not like a Ghetto Boys Halloween like this year. Halloween fell on a weekend. So it's like you have to go the next best thing. Exactly. So. You can only go all out on the weekends for most people. Mm-hmm. And so even if the 31st doesn't fall on the weekend. It might be a school night. It might be you know work night. You know, you might so. be 41 and just getting old. You know, that, that <laughs> you happens. Know, kids got to be in bed. But, you know, the weekend before... That's when a lot of the adult shenanigans happen. And I was just about to say the shenanigans that Mm -hmm. kind of come about there. And this is when most people get together for that. And now, honestly, in full disclosure here, that's the same weekend I'm doing my own movie party. But Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily a dance party (laughs) where we're going to have a little Halloween-inspired playlist. It's going to be a different kind of playlist. So I should bring, I shouldn't bring my like dancing costumes. No, no, no. My shimmy and shakes. It's going to be wasted, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, mine's going to be very much the introvert with the way we party. (laughs) However, there are those people, I believe you know of them, uh, that are social and actually go out to costume parties where people talk and they are social and they have music playing in the background. Mm -hmm. I've I've seen these things happen. I've occasionally kind of uh, made my way kind of like a ethnographer just taking notes from the background and so forth. The alpha male seems to be approaching the person with a mating dance that can only be assembled as if a chicken was having a spasm. And so what we would like to do here, and we actually have a segment on the podcast called What's the Score? Where we kick back and we listen to some of our favorite horror movie soundtracks and so forth. And again, I always like to highlight we do this maybe once a month. There are some fantastic podcasts out there that do this weekly. Uh, the From an Inspired by Podcast, uh, the Damn Fine Cast. Check them out. This is something we just. This is kind of our lazy episode for the most part, <laughs> where we get to kick back and listen to this some is tunes. Some music. And so what we're going to do here is, again, we're limited to what we have here on record, uh-huh. uh, but we're going to basically put well, what we would like to hear based on what we have here. If we were throwing a party yeah. and it wasn't necessarily movie centered, we might have something on in the background, but it's not the center of the party. Right. So what would we like to hear in the background or, you know, something that can then be in the foreground as well? Yeah. And- so let me throw out the question. How do we know when Halloween is coming up? Well, there's only one good way to find out. 
a little countdown. Indeed. And as it is, we actually have that particular countdown. So starting off everything again, imagine, and I'm going to actually put this from my perspective in terms of if I'm going to a house, a house party and we're going to do the kid and play dance actually. Right. In the middle of it. If I go to a party where maybe I'm not familiar with a lot of people and I hear these songs in the background or in the foreground, these are going to comfort me. And so <laughs> if I walk in and I hear this in the background, I as You're you, in good hands. Indeed. And so we have uh, John Carpenter and Alan Haworth to thank for this one here. And also, I guess, technically, London Bridge. Uh, but this is going to be from Halloween 3, Silver Shamrock. I wonder how many more days till Halloween. <laughs> One more day to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. One more day to Halloween, Silver Shamrock. One more day to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. One more day to Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Just one more day, only 24 hours. But that's plenty of time to pick out one of the big Halloween three. Yes, three horrific masks to choose from. And remember the horathon, 9 o'clock tomorrow night. One more day, the clock is ticking. One more day to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. One more day to Halloween, Super Shamrock. One more day to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. One more day to Halloween, Super Shamrock. <laughs> now you're, you're welcome. You're, <laughs> you're welcome for that earworm. <laughs> Funny, I was just about to say, you're, th- you're very welcome for that earworm. Now, again, it's one of the great ways, just in terms of the countdown, if you will. Yeah. It's playful. It's almost time, kids. <laughs> you know, and you know who does the voice with that, right? <laughs> John Larroquette. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, actually. Oh, perfect. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, to me, that would actually be a great way to walk into a party <laughs> Because you know, if they know Halloween 3, if they're putting out something from <laughs> yeah. Halloween 3, you're in great hands. <laughs> the only way it could misfire if it was some like, like, oh, I found a Halloween mix at the Dollar General. And, like, you know, just like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Especially when the, the really good music kicks in, because it gets really creepy. And we've actually highlighted some of the main songs from uh, Halloween 3, and oh, it always works so well. So <laughs> that being said, we've opened up. We know the countdown from Halloween is here. So we now need to make sure, how do we get the invite out? Mm-hmm. And we talked about several ways that uh, we could put the invite out. There is a formal way. And an informal way. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to incorporate those into our playlist. And so the next track you're going to hear is our informal way of uh, inviting someone out there. Uh, an informal way would be maybe going up to someone in the street, asking them a question. What kind of question could you ask them? Do you want to party? Do you want to party? So the next track we are going to listen to is going to be from 45 Grave. It is the Party Time zombie version from Return of the Living Dead. Man, we've done a commentary track for the film. Mm -hmm. We probably need to redo our What's the Score segment from that episode because the sound isn't as good as it needs to be (laughs) uh, since we learned a few lessons here. Uh, But yeah, no, if you're going to follow Halloween 3, you might as well do it with some energy. So again, we're asking the question, do you want to party?
life's eternal questions, mm, man. I know. You can't help but like rock out to that. I mean, that's just like... Uh, uh, uh. Much like the movie it's itself, it's an injection of pure energy. Yeah, it's just fun. It just screams, it just screams party. I mean, it's literally. not necessarily something you'll see yourself out there dancing on the, fl- on the dance floor. But you're going to be bobbing your head. You definitely like... Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. It's that, one of our favorites, man. Yes. It, it, and you know what? Surprisingly, it works good at like other montages. Like you're doing laundry. Yeah, it works. It is versatile. It works. That's the beauty of it. Now, that's yeah. our informal invite. So, of course, we have to do a more formal invite as well. What I say? Well, now, in these days, of course, that's simply a Facebook message. I'm sure just please, you know, are you interested? Are you R-S-V-B. going? It doesn't exist. But back in the day, if you got an actual physical invite... There was something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. And you had to be careful because if that invite was one from Angela, <laughs> you know you were in for a night of shenanigans. Because Freddie and Jason were too scared to go. So Exactly. Wasn't that the attack? Was that the tagline of yeah. the first or the second one? First one. It's fantastic. Of course, we are Angela's going to be inviting you to a party. Talking, of course, about Night of the Demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have done a What's the Score episode. We have done um, actually, no, we have not done a commentary track for that one yet. Not yet. That's not yet. definitely one on, yes, that's going to be on the yes, rise on that one. And we've talked a lot about the intro of this particular film. I'll bring film. some lipstick. And some sour balls. And some sour balls. And we're actually going to be listening to the sour <laughs> balls edition. Uh, no, we're going to be listening to the main theme from Night of the Demons, uh, which was written by uh, Dennis Michael Tenney. And the reason I'm including this in a party playlist is mm-hmm. it's kind of unconventional because you won't really hear a lot of the scores for the most part. Actually, I take that back. We'll hear a few of them in here, but they're justified. Right. Uh, but this one actually kind of has a little bit of a beat to it. So I always, when the beat hits, I kind of always laugh because all I think of is Danny DeVito going, it's the Guidos, <laughs> because it just sounds like something you could bump your fist along with. And that's credit to the score itself. Because uh, it's one of my favorite ones. It's um, underrated, underappreciated, which is why I love the fact that Lunaris Records put this out on vinyl. Uh, so check it out, gang. It is our formal invite to our Halloween party playlist. It is the main theme from Night of the Demons. <laughs> Thank you. 
it's slightly sinister but yet festive no yeah it's, i was gonna say it's perfect for a halloween party because like yeah you can still rock and jam to it but it's like or spooky you know it works and it's kind of fits the tone of the film yeah i think as well fun and scary yeah, and a party, because it is a party. It's and, an Angela's party. Yeah, it was and originally, I think the title of the film was actually Halloween Party. There we go. And Perfect. I th- I'm glad they changed it to Night of the Demons, because <laughs> it does play a little bit better that way. But definitely one of my favorite ones, um, and I think ultimately as an invite, Yeah. just testing the waters there. It's a good one. I'm feeling comfortable with yeah. everyone. Maybe I throw on my pig nose there. I'm feeling a little bit more <laughs> like, you know, like I can actually dress up here. So there now, you go. that being said, I think people are going to start settling in at this point. They've got the invites. We're coming in. So I want to mm-hmm. set the tone. I don't want to go too serious, right. but at the same time, I want to try to capture the young ones and the ones that are my age and the older ones as well, if you will. So we're going to go campy on this next one. And I think if you're going to go campy, if you, you know, if you're putting together a Halloween party playlist and you don't hear the monster mash, <laughs> to me, it almost like negates it, right? Right. I mean, it's got, it's not a Halloween party with like working in the lab late one night you know? and I, I don't want to say it's a cliched pick but also it's one i happen to have on vinyl so it's you so know that's it why it's, it fits it's in the there parameters if it's the parameters but also it's fun yeah it's a mirthful it screams halloween it's like there's not a lot of halloween carols you know like christmas carols but this is one of the og ones if, if, if burl ives was singing it it would be like a holiday classic Oh, if you could only add the visual to that, that would be fantastic. Like a but Frankenstein no. snowman. We have Bobby Pickett to thank for this one, but uh, yeah, let's B- take a little listen. Bobby Boris Pickett. Bobby Boris Pickett. Boris So let's take a listen to this one, guys. The Monster Mash. from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the mash he did the monster mash the monster mash it was a graveyard smash he did the mash it caught on in a flash he did the mash he did the monster mash from my laboratory in the castle east the bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. In a the party had just begun. Guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was interestingly not called Alucard there. And what you're not seeing, gang, is we broke out every possible twist. <laughs> the mashed potato. The bat tootsie. I was throwing in some hardcore dances, like throwing out everything because you know what? That's a fun Fuck little it, it's song, a fun right? Song, yeah, it's great. It's just it, it, instant Halloween party, and it also reminds me of like there's an episode of The Simpsons with um, Ralph and Lisa, and they're listening to the radio, like Happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers out there. And they start, I was working in the lab. Like you played the wrong song, dude. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> when, so you're, when you're mentioned in The Simpsons, 
you've made it. Yeah, it works. <laughs> and so to stay campy here, we're going to transition from kick. Cause listen, I'm not a dancer. Okay. There you were, were right now. Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> any kind of, any kind of song that can inspire me to like move around a little moves. Now this next song here is one that I think transcends age, transcends the genre. Um, it incorporates horror elements it incorporates dance elements. This mm-hmm. is the song that is, if it's not in a Halloween party playlist, I question not if you're a horror fan, not if you're a, if you're a human being, if you have a soul, right. I would question if this wasn't on there. Exactly. This this may, yeah. And there was a time when this artist, and we're, we're talking Michael Jackson's thriller. <laughs> There was a time when he wasn't a punchline, right. when he was the king of pop. Exactly. And we grew up in that time when we saw him, his rise to fame. Mm-hmm. I mean, I owned a pair of parachute pants at one point. I had that fake leather jacket with the zippers. Darn like, right. Beat it. We yeah. had the gloves. Yeah. We tried the moves. Uh-huh. But the music itself, man, that the music itself was what transcended everything. And yeah. also the visual component. Oh, that video is so dope. So we're going to listen to a little bit of a thriller here. And yeah, mm-hmm. this is the one, again, we, we may start breaking out the dance. Who knows? Absolutely we are. It's good stuff, gang. Uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller.
Quite honestly, man, if it's good enough for Revenge of the Nerds, when they're getting down and getting partying, you know it's good stuff, man. Yeah, dude, I say keep going. Let it play to the Vincent Price part. That's the best. Well, you know, we don't want to get sued for copyright or anything. we got to keep the segments very close on that one. But no, yeah, this is ultimately, to me, this is a this is one of those tracks that if if you if this doesn't bring everyone out to the dance floor, yeah, honestly, honestly, the, the the video itself, the dead dance. This is one of those, and I almost I'm almost curious to find out how many people seen the thriller video was their first exposure to the horror world. Because if you look at that video, it is number one. The best part about it is the fact that it starts off with that disclaimer where Michael Jackson is like, "Listen, um, you know, due to my beliefs, you know, I I'm not, I don't believe in anything in the cult, the occult or anything like that." It's directed by John Landis. Mm-hmm. Just out of American Werewolf. The special effects were done by Rick Baker. Uh, wonderfully done. So look at that pedigree right there mm-hmm. with the music video. And the music video itself, it's actually kind of frightening. It's a great, it starts off like such a B-movie. Campy. And then it just turns into like this hardcore horror. And then it just turns into like the song and dance number. And then it goes back to B. And then, it, best of, it had Vincent Price in it. It was just the a narration great, is. It was like darkness falls upon the land. It was, and again, how ah. many people that was their first exposure to that kind of stuff? Right. How many people then reverse engineered and found American Werewolf in London? Well, that's the great way. Even to injure, he's like, like we were saying earlier, he does not endorse the occult or anything like that. He's like, I just want to make a scary just, movie because you know, I mean, that's because that's what was going on. Like we talked about before, the was, occult scare. He was like, Hey, look, no, I'm just making a scary movie. So. And he was also so influenced. He, that he was so influential at that time, he mm-hmm. felt like it was his duty to put that out there to his fans. Yeah, like oh man, Michael's gone all dark and stuff and everything. And it's it's so it works so well. But the song itself, my it's god, a great song. And it's one of those songs that for me. I can hear it any time of year, and I'll be okay with it. Yeah, I mean, even if you like, I'm still like, dah, 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 dah. and especially for the horror fans out there, it's like it reminds that every day there can be a little horror, you know, not just Halloween, and so. that everyone participated mm-hmm. in it. Even the King of Pop himself. Mm-hmm. I actually had some friends when I was living up in Lawrence, uh, a buddy of mine named Todd, that he got decked out looking like the Michael Zombie, uh, the Michael Jackson Zombie, mm-hmm. with the red jumpsuit and everything, with did, the curly wig. Did he turn around? <laughs> <laughs> they went. They had a, some professional uh, people do their special effects on them, and they had a bunch of people as zombies, and they were walking down the main street in character, and it would break out in the music and the dance whole thing. It was incredible to see. That is awesome. It was. I was just like, wow, this is kind of cool, guys. Like, and it, there was just like it was a local special effects company out of Lawrence that was doing it all. It was so much fun. And in the Halloween theme, everyone had a good time. Even the people that were like watching were going, oh my god, this. It was right before viral media, I think, hit with a lot of that stuff. <sighs> Bummer, because that'd be dope. It was a lot of fun. Because Thriller, I mean, one, it's one of those songs that uh, and no matter where you hear it at, you'll guarantee you look around, somebody is going to be dun 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 dun, just zombieing out for a little Doing bit. Doing the, the little Teen Wolf dance, if yep. you will. Mm-hmm. What is the African anteater mating dance? Or <laughs> whatever that was for that one. <laughs> the the so, Crispin Glover. Uh, I definitely want to continue with a little bit of the funk here, if you will. You got to have the funk. And if we're, if we're going with a Halloween party playlist, we got to mm-hmm. think 80s. So I'm going to think for my, my older crowd here, if you will. Actually, the people my age. <laughs> Get off my lawn, and we're going to make this party playlist a little bit low, okay? Turn the volume down. Whippersnappers. So I'm going to go from the uh, Fright Night soundtrack, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go with a track by the uh, Jay Giles band, and it is actually the title track for Fright Night. 
And for me, this one, again, this is a good fun one because it actually, number one, it actually gives you the whole, the outline of the film. So it gives you the plot. <laughs> like the good ones did back, back in, in the, the day. day. And also, it's it's it actually has a great upbeat. And it's, it's one that, dare I say, if I heard this, I know they're catering to me something from Fright Night. I might jump out on the dance floor. So uh, let's see if it inspires you guys to dance. We are going to do Jay Giles Band, Fright Night. Come on now, that's fun, is it not? That is fun. I picture just like uh, the '80s dancers coming out and just having a good old-fashioned like party. these solid gold dancers, you know, just like uh, just everybody's just like dancing like an '80s party, like the little montage '80s party thing. That's perfect. It's a great Halloween perfect party song, and it gives you the plot of the film. And obviously, we've talked about my love of. It's not everything about Fright Night. Um, yeah. to, my love of Jerry Dandridge, you know, sploosh. Just seriously. Like, seeing that on 35, that was one of my highlights from that first year we did the horror show. Yeah. That was grand. Uh, the score to that film by Brad Fidel is one of my all-time favorites. Not released on anything except for, like, really expensive CD. I don't know if it'll ever see the light, on, light of day on vinyl, unfortunately, but I would love because that is one of my all-time favorites from there. Uh, but there's a really cool connection with Brad Fidel and going to our next track, because I want to continue with the dance theme, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna, again, I'm going to cater to us old whippersnappers here. Are we going to dance with Amanda Bears? We, <laughs> yes, we... In fact, we are, because we're going to stay with Fright Night, and Fright Night has one of my all-time kind of favorite tropes in a lot of those uh, 80s films where you, they had your, your nightclub scenes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but again, growing up very sheltered, I always just that's how I saw nightclubs right from movies like Fright Night from After Hours things like that flashy vampire parties yeah that's I what I was it. anticipating <laughs> and also then the music that went along with these scenes and specifically the one in Fright Night is one of my all-time favorite jams where out of context if you didn't know it was had ties to Fright Night it still makes for a great danceable number but then knowing that it has the Fright Night ties, again, if I hear this at some stranger's Halloween party playlist, I'm like, I like this person. <laughs> so we are going to be listening to Evelyn Champagne King's Give It Up. Mm, I'm slow down for the ladies. <laughs>
it it truly makes me want to rock like the lowest cut v-neck i can find dude that is a great little party's 80s throwback jam man that really is like and it fits the theme i mean it's it's technically from a horror movie and it works and again i'm just thinking about something that might inspire someone to be out on the dance floor whether you're a horror fan or not right it's funky and, and it, it appeals it has an 80s feel to it it most does definitely. it does but it also makes you want to groove plus the fact of the matter it's evelyn champagne king which is kind of funny because like I want to name myself Genius Rotgut McGee. <laughs> well, and, and staying in tune with this whole kind of nightclub theme, um, our next track is from one of my all-time favorite nightclubs uh, that does not exist, but God damn it, if it existed or if someone can make, they're doing a lot of these pop-up bars now. Yeah. If you guys can create a tech nor nightclub hmm. i'll fly out to this one <laughs> because this scene in the terminator which to me is a straight up horror film it, it totally is but i can just see if a pop-up like is your name on the list yeah what's your name sarah connor you know just <laughs> that's your doorman of course right? is gonna look like arnold right with uh, no but honestly for me the terminator is one of it's i prefer the original mm-hmm. to the sequel and i think a lot of it has to do with the fact because for me the terminator is a horror film it is a horror i mean it's it's a slasher film it's He's a secret slasher right? yeah exactly so it also contains again uh, the technor nightclub is one of my all-time favorites which all 80s dance clubs looked like i it, i know god damn it i i what Again, make it happen, guys. Come on. <laughs> I know you can do this for me, but it also has one of my all-time favorite songs from that that's uh, similar to uh, Evelyn Champagne King's Give It Up. Uh, this one is by Tawny Kane and the Triangles. It's called Burning in the Third Degree. And this one, again, out of context, I think it'll draw people out to the dance floor. It's super 80s, but if you know where it's coming from, it puts an even sweeter smile on your face. good jam dude that's right. a good jam and for me it's forever tied just to the back and forth in terms of the terminator hunting down sarah connor on top of kyle reese trying to find it because you don't know at that point who's good and who's bad mm-hmm. you just know that both of them are after her. the suspense that's built and that just it's got a great beat the, it, it, it's exciting it's an exciting song to an exciting uh scene it works really well and yeah. in fact check listen we uh, recently did uh, our last episode we did we talked about our little 24-hour horror movie marathons mm-hmm. uh check this out as a just a more of a 
mini marathon, but check out this lineup. Uh, you start with Alien. Mm-hmm. You go with next with the Terminator. Mm-hmm. After that, you have the Hitcher. Mm-hmm. You then go with the Guest, mm-hmm. and then you finish everything off with Halloween. And you basically do, it's a secret slasher marathon that culminates in the uh, granddaddy of slashers. Nice. Would you go through with that? I could do, I could yeah. do that. Would you agree of all of those as secret slashers? Lay them on me again. Alien. Mm-hmm. The Terminator. Mm-hmm. The Hitcher. Mm-hmm. The Guest. Mm-hmm. Would you call those secret slashers? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. It I is w- done. I would throw in Predator. Oh, of course. Of course. Ah, uh, shit. I'll throw in Rambo. Yeah. Like okay. when he mows down every we had Rambo First Blood Part Two as well. Yeah. When he starts taking out people in the jungle, we did this before we put on the Friday the Thirteenth score. <laughs> yeah, and it worked. It works it perfectly. Totally worked. Uh, but I think you can have a lot of fun with that one. So yeah. uh, that's again, that's my pull for the elderly field. Now, now the next pull here, it's for us elderly, but it's also going to be for those hipsters that are going to enjoy this one. Ironically, I think. Uh, but it's appropriate uh, given the bumper we have at the beginning of this one because this next one is from Friday the 13th Part 3. Fuck Shelly. <laughs> uh, recently we had the chance to see uh, Friday the 13th Part 3 with Shelly in attendance. Yes. Uh, Larry Zerner was in attendance. A lot of fun. Uh, had the opportunity. He did a little bumper for us. Thank mm-hmm. you, Larry. Yes, thank you Being so much. Being a good sport. That's fantastic. Um, and it's so interesting to see that one on the big screen uh, because it does open with one of the weirdest translations of the Friday the 13th Part 3 theme. Right? Let, let, let's go. Let's. What are the kids like? The kids like the disco. <laughs> let's make, let's give it the disco with the, with the, it's already got the beat, the ch 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 Yeah, it works. It works. It's like, mm, chicka Yeah. It's so weird, but ultimately though, so weird that it works. It does. It does. It, <laughs> it, it totally separates itself from the pack and it kind of needs to because rewatching Part 3 Beyond the fact that it introduced the hockey mask. Fuck Shelly. It's, I don't know if it holds up that well. Because mm. we recently watched part two. Great. Yeah. Part four and so forth. So I don't know if it falls into Star the, Trek. The, yep, the, Star Trek. The odd, all you, the way. All the even ones are good. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to listen to, indeed, the disco theme from Friday the 13th, part three. <laughs> uh, put on your bell bottoms of... I'm trying to think what else. Put on, with put, some put, on, put on your wetsuits. Um, throw there on, throw on your chains. Your full-on chains. Get your street tough gear on. Get on your like moose sweaters, and let's fucking rock out. Let's do it. Thank <laughs> you. 
Put your weight on it. Right? Put your weight on it. Put your weight on it. <laughs> that, don't don't that, know if you'd see it in Disco Godfather, but maybe, maybe. Disco Stew likes disco music. <laughs> disco Stew does not advertise. <laughs> disco Stew says, fuck Disco Shelly. <laughs> but it's so offbeat, so weird, but as you hear, it's great. But the great thing about it is it's like a slow burn Horrors. It builds into it. Yeah, because you know something badass is going to come because it's... You right? hear it. You're ready, and you're like, oh, shit, and then... Bum, 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 tick, 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 tick. You're just ready. The ultimate in cognitive dissonance, basically. <laughs> just so unsettling and then so funky. And again, think of yourself at that party. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is great. Let's get funky, guys. I can just see, like, all of a sudden, like, Jason has this counselor... And she's trapped and she's trying to freak out and he's about to kill her and then all of a sudden bum 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 and he rips off his jumpsuit and there's like a big old leisure suit and he's sitting there like dun 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 and he's just rocking out right and he grabs her and he grabs her like shirt and pulls her and as he pulls her her like clothes come off and it becomes like a disco outfit like he did like whoosh, whoosh, like ta-da right dun 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 and then like the cabin just like the disco lights and just make it happen madness make just it happen madness. Dun, 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 dun. and instead of the blinking lights on the floor it could actually look like jason's face because it actually could yes. work pretty well yes like a hockey mask but the two there's only two blinking lights out of the eye holes <laughs> bum, 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 bum. make it happen you guys uh. It could it could happen ah. and and set it this as the backing track because you need a little <laughs> fun to that. Uh, no, it's so much fun there. So again, I think people can enjoy it ironically, if you will, because it's got the disco theme. But it's funky. It's yeah. a good like. They'll be mocking it, but they're going to be nodding their heads while mocking it. It's perfect for Halloween parties. You're doing fantastic. Well, again, it's based on what we have. So now here's my point where I'm going to appeal to the youngsters because I'm going to actually pull from a film that we just talked about, uh, mm-hmm. but from the guest. Nice. And so the guest, it, the guest has one of my favorite scores. Uh, it's done by Steve Moore, who did the score for uh, Cub. He also did the score for uh, The Which Mind's Eye. I still have to see Cub. Cub's a lot of fun. It's a mean little movie. Uh, but the one he does that. for the guest, now they're very synth heavy. They're very Carpenter esque. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not gonna lie, I like them. There's nothing wrong with being Carpenter esque. <laughs> as long as he gets a little bit of the royalties, you know, JC is happy. <laughs> uh, but they appeal to a certain thing. I understand what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. It's all good. It works. And, but the soundtrack is also really good. Uh, we always kind of joked, it's almost like if JC selected like these cool little dance numbers and what have you. And so... Let's kick it. <laughs> the first one we have here is from the soundtrack. It's uh, Love and Rockets. It's Haunted When the Minute... Still I reminisce I'm haunted Ha 
kind of slow things down a little. Okay, so one, that song was rad. Okay, that was song was badass. And two, it would it's like at the type of the party, it's at the time of the party if it's going on and like scene wise, where you finally kind of like you get in your groove, right? You either found your click or something, or you decide this party's not for you or whatever. Now that's the time, and then towards the end of the song, everything can either your plans can either go wonderful and shenanigans happen or just the other way much like a horror film right so it it works very well thanks and it's it's just an interesting again it could be one that again doesn't appeal to youngsters it's my idea of what's appealing to youngsters and again it's rad i like that it's song. one that i always enjoyed from the soundtrack as well so we're going to finish everything off here and you're you know what it's you can't you don't have to go home but you can't stay here so how do you then usher everyone out well in all honesty the next track i have here is from a little 45 um, we actually we have um, an episode that hasn't dropped yet. It's banked right now of main themes, and we did a rap from this particular 45 I have uh, from one of our all-time favorites, The Monster Squad, mm-hmm. which recently we got to see as part of the double feature at the Horror at the Drive-In, yeah. which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but the track is done by Michael Sambello, who you may not know the name, but you know his work. In fact, I almost thought about putting uh, Maniac on here, the song Maniac. It's not tied to Lustig or, you know. Uh, but it could be like, you know, just a, just a small Texas boy on a Halloween night walking in the graveyard. You know, he's talking about Leatherface or something. It could work. It could yeah. work. But I think ultimately, just in terms of trying to inspire you to just get your shit and leave, this one works as a montage piece, which it serves in the movie. But it also ideally would inspire me to go, okay, I've had fun. I've danced out here a little. Um, I've met a few people maybe. I've probably pet a few dogs. Uh, it's time to move on. And so we have... Shenanigans over. <laughs> thank you, genius, on that one. I'm sure you would have gotten me into many of them. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to rock until you drop from the Monster Squad soundtrack. Whether you're gathering up uh, material to battle the not-universal monsters right. to just jamming out, 
It works. Dude, that's your closing song? That's my getting ready for more shenanigans. Like, all right, this party's over. Let's see what else is going on. Hey, I know of this place. For some, it does inspire some shenanigans. For some, it just inspires, well, it's time to go home and reflect. <laughs> so regardless of what it does for you guys, let us hear what you think. And again, the main thing we're doing here is supporting physical media, mm-hmm. uh, whether it is digital downloads, uh, 8-track, <laughs> vinyl, right. CDs, cassettes, what have you. Definitely encourage that. Support your artist as you can. Uh, but let us know your favorite Halloween party playlist. Hit us up at Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead on Twitter at Nightmare Junk. Um, final thoughts on that one, Genius? I would go to that party. I'd all go right. to that party all day. All right. I think I all might, day, I all might night. break out the old song. I, I would cut a rug, if you will. <laughs> so until next time, guys, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we will see you in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs>